Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Northfield Podcast, where faith, family, and culture all collide with a biblical worldview. Your host for the Northfield Podcast is me, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be a part of this broadcast today. Sit back and relax, and let's dive in together. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Northfield Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be a part of the program today. As always, want to say thank you to our friends at Outpost Coffee. Uh, they've got incredible caffeinated beverages. Love drinking their coffee. Check them out at outpostcoffeeco.com. So in the world of evangelicalism, there are certain things that are worth contending for. There are certain things that we, um, I mean, we, we put our flag in the, in the ground and we make a stand for the gospel and for what is right. So on the program today, I heard a podcast. It was disturbing to say the least. Um, I have only heard a little bit about this guy, but his name's Richard Rohr. Um, and what I've heard has not been favorable, but he is a Franciscan Catholic monk. And the amount of people in the church today who say Richard Rohr is a positive force for biblical Christianity is overwhelming. And what I heard today on this podcast, and, and here's what I, I wanted to, I wanted to, because I've only heard certain people talk about him. So I wanted to be like, okay, I want to listen to what he has to say from his own mouth. What does he have to say so that I can make a fair assessment of who he is? And so, um, like I said, he's a Franciscan friar monk and he's in New Mexico and he's ordained in the priesthood in the Roman Catholic Church. So, I mean, there in the beginning, we've got a little bit of a struggle because um, Roman Catholicism is not biblical Christianity. And so I I felt it necessary to put this up because there are a lot of people that listen to this program and I wanted to, and there may be people that are even in the evangelical world who think Richard Rohr's okay. He's a guy that's, you know, he's a nice older gentleman. He's 78 years old and, you know, he's a nice guy and, and pushes forward the idea of positive Christianity. And so I want to dispel this notion because what he is teaching literally is anti-biblical and is not taught in the scripture. So um, I'm going to play clips of what I heard on this interview uh, this morning, and I and I want you guys to, and then we're going to unpack it from the biblical worldview and see what the Bible says about what he says. And so um, in this interview, I just want to set it up. He's talking about uh, St. Francis of Assisi and, and being a Franciscan monk and how, you know, God or Christians start with the bad. We don't talk about the good. We don't talk about Genesis 1 and 2, but if he understood biblical Christianity, we do. Um, but he says we really push this idea of depravity and and wickedness and, and, and the need for a savior. And so I want you to hear what he has to say. And then we'll follow that up with what the scriptures say about our need for a savior. But the fact that we began, and we started this, we Catholics, so we can't blame you, but I'm sorry to say you imitated us terribly and went even <laughs> further with it, very much starting with the problem. And then created this, I hope I don't offend anybody, but this fabrication of uh, Calvin at least had the courtesy to call a theory penal substitutionary atonement theory and we franciscans starting in the 12th century we never believed that most evangelicals don't know that came from 
much later, much later. But we all live in our little piece of history, and I do too. But for me, it's very important to begin with original goodness that God created, and it was good. Okay, so he says that I want to start with original goodness that God created and it was good. That is true. Genesis 1 and 2, God did create and it was good. But then in Genesis chapter 3, the fall steps in. This is where we, like, it matters. It does matter. Yes, it was good. But the enemy came in, Satan came in, and he deceived Adam and Eve. And they, as a result, fell. God told Adam and Eve, the day you eat of the fruit is the day that you will die. And they disobeyed God in Genesis chapter 3. And God had a very stern warning towards them and said, listen, you, you got to leave the garden. And, and he, he goes through the curse. And we have to understand this. And this this idea that penal, the I even Googled it. And Google in Wikipedia says that the penal substitution is a theory that teaches Jesus suffered the penalty for mankind's sins. It states that God gave himself in the person of Jesus Christ to suffer the death and the punishment and curse due to the fallen humanity as a penalty for our sins. Wait a second. Wait a second. So it's literally saying, he's literally saying that this is a theory. It's not a stated fact, but if you, this is, once again, this is why it's important that you know your Bible. And this is why we have to trust the Bible. We can't just trust man-centered um, traditions or, you know, because he said the Franciscans in the 12th century did this. Well, okay, they were wrong in the 12th century to, to adopt this. First Peter chapter two verse twenty four says he made himself I'm sorry he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. For and then First Peter chapter three verse eighteen says for Christ also died for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous that he might bring us to God. That is the penal substitution. That is that Jesus stepped in and he took your place. He took your place on the cross. He took your punishment. What you deserve, God said in the beginning, you break the, you break the law, you deserve death. You will receive a death penalty. And here's the deal. Adam and Eve died instantly in their spirit, progressively in their minds, and ultimately in their bodies because of sin. The reason we have death today is because of sin. Not because of original goodness, but because of sin that entered into humanity through Adam and Eve. They disobeyed God. Now we have the fallen nature and the fallen world around us because of this fact. Jesus comes in and he sets up the substitutionary atonement on the cross, sheds his blood on the cross for our sins, and we have the ability to be reconciled to the God of the universe because of what Jesus did on the cross on our behalf. And so if you listen to what he says in this podcast, he says that this is a theory, and and the worldly references that I, you know, Wikipedia, they call it a substitutionary theory as well. The penal substitution theory teaches that Jesus suffered the penalty for mankind's sins. Well, here's the deal. If Jesus didn't suffer on our behalf, if Jesus did not die for our sins, we have no hope. Everybody wants to talk about me. I'm a hope dealer. I'm a hope dealer. I'm a, I want to be, I want to deal hope. If you don't preach that Christ died for man's wickedness and to reconcile him back to God, there is no hope. You have 
No, hope. But because of what Christ did on the cross, we have hope. So, guys, I would, I would caution you. If your church is, has anything from Richard Rohr that's being taught in their literature, which, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, I, I think, you know, I'm looking at our larger churches in, in our area that are typically the non-denominationals or anything of that nature. Richard Rohr is typically, I guarantee you, taught somewhere, somehow, in some of their literature. And I'm just going to tell you, run from that. That is heretical blasphemy. That he is teaching that it is a theory and it is not a stated fact that there is goodness. Basically, mankind is good. Basically, mankind. No, this is this is Calvin taught something completely different that man is depraved without God. Man left in his wickedness is depraved and minus God. And so, what he's saying in the beginning, there was man was good, and that is the truth. In the beginning. Man was good, but he disobeyed, and as as a result of disobeying, he became sinful, and he was wicked. You have to have that. You have to understand that. If you don't teach that, you're leading people down a false trail of a false gospel, and and that's what Richard Richard Rohr does, is he says that there's this universal Christ that covers everybody, and we're all going to get in. We're all, it's everybody's handled, and he bases this idea in Catholic history. He looks at this this idea through the lenses of Catholic history and, and the traditions of men. And this is why we have to have our foundation based in the Word of God rather than on the traditions of human human beings. And like if you look at every world religion, it's always, you know, there's you know, do good things and be a good person and God's gonna love you and accept you. That's the the difference between that worldview and and biblical Christianity is that Christ does all the heavy lifting. Christ is the one who reconciles and redeems because we're in unable to due to our our sinfulness. Our sinfulness has blocked us from being able to access God. But Romans chapter 5 tells us that we're just that we can be justified and that we can be given access. But the only way we get that is through repentance of our sins and belief in the gospel. Those has those those are our prerequisites. And he he goes on in this interview and says that oh well, you know most Catholics they're 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 pretty they're pretty understanding but evangelicals they think I'm a heretic well th- I I know evangelicals he's on this podcast with a quote unquote evangelical and and <laughs> the things that he's saying in this podcast are literally against the scriptures. To say that the penal substitution is a theory and it's not really a thing and it's not needed, this is why you have to read the Bible. What, what does the Bible say? He himself bore our sins. Christ bore our sins in his body on the tree or on the cross. That we might die to sin and live in righteousness. So we have no ability to live in righteousness on our own outside of Christ's work on the cross. 1 Peter 3.18 for Christ also died for sins once for all, the righteousness or the righteous for the unrighteous. So Christ, the righteous, dies on the cross in my place, and I become He takes my unrighteousness and I become righteous in the presence of God. Like that's how we're in. Christ is the substitution for the penalty of sin. I just like this is why it's important that we teach Bible that we teach the scriptures in our churches.
because you get guys like this that slip into churches that just have that are happy clappy churches that have the big screens and all the nobody brings a Bible in and they just sort of kind of throw a scripture up on a screen occasionally. It is important that you use the scriptures, open the Bible and read it. Know what the Bible says about the substitutionary death of Christ. And without the substitutionary death of Christ, you have nothing. You have no hope. You want hope? Christ died for the ungodly. Romans chapter 5. Christ, at just the right time, died for the ungodly. He rescued you. He redeemed you. And the enemy doesn't want you to know that. And so the enemy uses this guy and propels him into the stars so that everybody can see him, puts him on places like Oprah, on national podcasts, national interviews, and people go, oh, I like that idea that I don't, I just be a nice person and I can get into heaven. That's a false gospel. Oh, guys, we've got to pay attention. We've got to know the truth about the gospel. Know the word of God. Be connected into and read and study the word of God, because if you don't, you're going to be in trouble. Oh, we need it so desperately. Love you guys. Stay true to God's word. Diversified Systems Resources is a technology company based in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, that's been in business for 39 years. Are you looking for a stable employer, clean office environment, fun teammates, and a day that is always new and exciting? Then email us your resume today at dsrjobs at dsrglobal.com. DSR, we deliver technology.